This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show, where each week we discuss best practices in the field of customer experience management. I'm Tom DeWitt, Director of CXM at MSU, and I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Bob Keipel, Vice President of CX of M and retired Global CX Executive with General Motors. Without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show. I'm Tom DeWitt, and I'm joined by... Bob Keipel. Uh, today... We're really excited to host Nadira Karmai, who is a CX product owner lead with Priority Health. Our interview with Nadir is a, the second in a series of episodes on careers in CX. Welcome to the show, Nadira. Hey, hello, everybody, and thank you, Bob and Tom, for inviting me to, to speak on your podcast. I'm really happy to be here and I'm excited to talk all, all things customer experience. That's Great. awesome. Welcome. Hey, before we get into that, for those who are not familiar with Priority Health, could you just tell us a little bit about what your organization does? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Priority Health. Uh, we do really great work. What we are is a health insurance company. We're located in Grand Rapids, Michigan, but we insure members all across the state of Michigan. And in fact, uh, we, we have members who are insured via Priority Health and Cigna with our nationwide partnership in all 50 states. So that means, you know, if there are companies who have a a um, location they're headquartered in Michigan but they have employees who work outside of the state of Michigan and they're insured with Priority Health well they they have that insurance coverage as well so at Priority Health we have Medicare Medicaid employer group coverage um, which is what I mentioned via Cigna as well as the individual or ACA market so all lines of business um, health insurance and uh, we're, we're really Happy to be able to help out those, especially in this time of COVID. You know, there's a lot of layoffs, there's a lot of uncertainty, and we're honored to be able to make sure people don't lose their health insurance coverage. Because that's a big thing, you know, when, when that ball gets rolling and, you know, times get really tough, you don't want to be without that coverage and, and then get into a medical situation where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, how am I going to get this covered or how am I going to get this paid for? Um, um, so we're, we're grateful that we're in a position to be able to help folks during this time. So are we. So are we. Um, on, on that note, and, and with that level of customer centricity, um, can you describe to us how Priority Health presently views customer experience management and how that, that view has changed over time? Yeah, you know, I've always known that customer experience is red threaded through every facet of business. It's not just marketing. You know, some people like to say, oh yeah, customer experience, it's, it's just like marketing, right? It's like personalized marketing. It's actually at Priority Health, it's really at the root, it's that foundation. We want to make sure that everything for the member is exceptional 
It's easy to understand from mailing out our welcome packets or emailing if you opt in to email, right? We want to make sure we're communicating to you how you want to be communicated to and that you have all of your items ready to go. If you're an app user, you understand you know, how to use the app, how to maximize the app, what your deductible is, what your copay is, all of those nitty gritty things from operations to customer service to communications to making sure that the doctors that you see, they're in network and they're the best doctors that you see. Um, to having access to virtual care, making sure that you know the, the pharmacy, the formulary, that's a, a fancy word for preferred drug list, that mm -hmm. you have access to that. All of those things, it sounds like, well, those are different parts of the wheelhouse. Well, they're all touch points that roll up to the customer experience. So at Priority Health, our department in CX, we work with everybody. It's cross-functional because um, that's the only way you're going to actually improve the member experience. Awesome. So let me dive in a little bit on that. So, you know, we're talking about careers and this sort of thing. Um, can you describe what you do in your role as the CX product owner leader? And how did you transition into your role from one that was focused on the more traditional marketing communications things? Yeah, Bob, that's a really great question. So um, for me in my role, I'm, I'm honored to do some awesome work um, around a program called Next Best Actions or NBA. And what we're doing is we're taking all of the data that we have access to all of our member data, right? Um, claims data, whether that's medical claims or prescription claims, um, some of our provider data, providers, doctors, um, the data that they give us on our members. And what we do is we let the member know, hey, this is a recommendation based on you as a unique individual that you should do, either to increase access to care get some lower cost prescriptions or, you know, go find a cheaper place to have your surgery. Um, or, hey, here's some information about your physical therapy. You're going out of network, you can go in network and save X amount of dollars. So we're using this data to send personalized messages to the member. And we do that through our digital channels, through our app, email, text message, um, channels like that. And we are, are trying to transform our call center um, and have our CSRs deliver those NBAs or, or those recommendations. So Part of my job is really understanding, the, the biggest component is understanding those member pain points. What do members call in about? What do they complain about? What's really keeping them up at night to, to understand how I can solve that problem and how I can make a good member experience? And sometimes it's through a communication but other times, I have to call on my colleagues um, within CX and my peers in other departments and say, hey, we can't have a Band-Aid solution. We really need to go to the root cause and, um, you know, fix it at the bottom and not just have a communication solve it. So do you, are you responsible for call centers directly or is that a different department? That's a whole different department. We've got such a dream team who manages the call centers. All four lines of business have separate call center reps. Our reps are amazing. I've, I've done um, some shadowing with them. And man, uh, I have to give a shout out to them because they're so empathetic and um, understanding. They serve the member and they're really uh, 
at, at the center point of our member experience. Because when you call in and, you, and you're mad about something or you have a question, they can answer it very quickly, um, help the member understand, you know, what, what are next steps and, and how to, uh, to resolve that situation for them. Would you say, hey, Tom, would you, I have a question for Tom on this. <laughs> a little yeah. curveball here. Put me on the spot. Well, it's just my experience with call centers um, that that is a difficult job. And it is kind of a, a tough, you know, all day long, you know, people are calling generally, they're uptight, nervous, you know, with their health care. I mean, it's very emotional. Um, do you think that's true across all call centers? And just in terms of, you know, talking about organization and people, um, what's the best way to make sure these people are happy and and that's for Nadira too, um, continuing to offer good service. Is there is there a shelf life to that job? Yeah, yeah. Well, I th I think I think one thing is you know when you consider um, the role um, that you're hiring people for, uh, you know, putting together a profile of the kind of indiv individual that can face handling people's problems all day. You know, having having a high level of empathy. And um, and and the ability uh, to um, bounce back after every call and talking to these people, uh, having a high sense of resiliency is 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 really really is really going to be critical, right? Um, um, when you think about job burnout and, and emotional labor that goes in, into that kind of a role. It's, it's a very, very special person. Um, maybe Nadir can comment on, on that yeah. from the standpoint of the call center at Priority Health. And, you know, to Bob's point, it's not that people are calling up because um, they didn't find a widget in their box or whatever, or their router doesn't work. Um, these are people are calling up you know, where their emotional state is, is probably a lot more fragile um, than, than it is in, in most call centers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And we do extensive training. I could have you uh, talk to our new director of the call center. Um, he, he does a fabulous job. And he can tell you, too, all the training that we do, cultural training, um, you know, deconstructing cultural bias. We talk to people of all walks of life. So the CSRs really have a tough job, and they do a fabulous job in making sure, one, they understand what the member uh, what the member problem is and they solve it, right? They really do a fantastic job at service recovery. But two, we do extensive training on listening better for those cues, pick up on what the member isn't saying, probe and ask questions so you can anticipate their needs. And this is how next best actions come into play is because, you know, if they have an opportunity to tell the member once they're done solving the first inquiry or issue, hey, by the way, Bob, or hey, by the way, Tom, um, I want to tell you about this recommendation we have for you to you know, switch to an in-network provider, or you could save 50 bucks if you go generic. Things like that is just going to improve that member experience. And those little recommendations, as I've mentioned before, um, are, are in our app, are provided via email, uh, because we just use the power of data. And um, there was actually an article 
a couple of weeks ago how we leveraged um, predictive modeling to reach out to members who um, are scored at a health risk that they're most likely to um, you know, contract COVID. And so we use that data to say, hey, member, we want you to be safe. Here are some precautionary educational tips on how to stay, stay safe because we, you know, we know that you have um, some chronic conditions. And so when we use that data and when you're transparent on how you're using that data to help people, um, the members feel very pleased. They feel, um, you, you know, wow, our insurance company is reaching out and taking care of me. We also do that with our mental health outreach. You know, we notice and we see when members go in for all provider or doctor encounters. And so one example of what we did primarily through COVID is we saw members who had a recent talk therapy claim come through. We reached out to them and we let them know, hey, we've got a really cool free app called My Strengths. We've, we've partnered with a company called Lavongo who has My, who created the My Strengths app. You can use this app um, during this time and throughout the whole year for free, it's going to help you with your, you know, mental health, um, which is really hard right now as we all are struggling with this pandemic. Yeah, thanks for that, Nadira. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the rest of your team? I mean, you've yeah. referred to the CX team. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about the composition of that team and, and what Absolutely. each person does? So I just mentioned um, Lavongo and and the My Strengths app, and and we have those tools because there's a person on our team named Brett Rankema. He does all of our health engagement tools. So Brent, um, he works with our clinical team, sometimes with our pharmacy team and operations and line of business to understand: is there a digital solution out there that we can stand up? that we can partner with, have, you know, the enterprise version instead of just like the free version that's out there on the app store that we can use to help people manage their health, get them better engaged in their health, you know, whether that's, um, you know, really understanding how to manage chronic conditions like diabetes or hypertension or blood pressure or mental health. So Brent is in charge of that. We have another person on the team named Jill, Jill Hulswit. She's our personalization guru. So anytime we can um, look at the whole member journey and take a step back and say, how do we provide personalized experiences from high to buy, onboarding, um, you know, get them to sign up for digital explanation of benefits or EOB. It's a little piece of paper that comes before the claim or it's not a piece of paper at all. It's through the digital app that says, hey, these are the services that you recently did. This is how the cost share is going to shake up. Priority Health is paying for this. You're paying for that because your deductible and your coinsurance are these numbers. Um, she's in charge of initiatives like that um, and really injects that personalized, human-centered feel in every single output. Um, again, these two folks, they work across all lines of business. We have a newer team member named Bill. He is, uh, talk about um, 
the heart of the customer and human-centered design. He is a really great practitioner in that. He is helping with our call centers right now, understanding member pain points and really looking at some root cause analysis um, instead of just using a communication to smooth things over. How do we actually go into the operational and to the business sense of creating a good member experience? Because I think that's what a lot of folks do. They say, hey, let's throw a marketing email at this or, or let's do a Facebook post. It's going to, you know, it's going to help them, uh, them, the customer understand why this is the way this is. Well, that's not great. It should be good. It should be exceptional in the first place. And that's what we're here to do is to really um, optimize the member experience in, in every department and, and help our peers out in, in championing that. And our department is led by uh, our fearless leader, Laura Cummings, who's actually a, um, a Spartan alumna. So you'll have to get her on your show, Tom, definitely, uh, and talk to her. Definitely. Uh, she has a lot of experience with, she's a data queen. She knows her data modeling, um, her predictive analytics. She's, she's awesome with data. And of course, with, um, with customer experience, that's her, that's her bread and butter for sure. So what are the, I know you mentioned a personalization guru. I think that's my favorite title. Um, what are, what are the actual type titles of, of the people <laughs> on this team. What if it is the actual title, Tom? So, so if, I'm a, if I'm a MSU graduate yeah. um, and I'm looking and I'm looking for a, a, a job in, in, in customer experience management or priority health, what, what kind of position titles? For sure. That's a, that's a great to? question. And, you know, um, I, I like to have fun during work and everyone who works with me knows that. So I, I come up with fun little names like, you know, personalization guru, I call Laura, my, you know, our, our data queen or data ninja. Yeah. Um, we don't, we don't necessarily have fun formal titles like that. I'll call yeah. you that at work. Um, but roles that anyone who is interested in working in priority health, you know, look for openings in either any of our operations. So, um, you know, in customer service and grievance and appeals, that's when members, you know, they've really had a poor experience and they need to write a grievance and appeal. The reason why I'm mentioning that is you're going to learn a lot about mm -hmm. member pain points if you sit yeah. on the grievance and appeals team and really understand, man, why are they calling in to appeal this drug denial, this medication denial or service denial? Um, so, you know, positions like um, customer experience associate or customer experience specialist. Mm. We're all, all of my peers are, um, we're all lead strategists, but we oh, work okay. in specific wheelhouses. So um, technically lead strategist is, uh, you know, our, our, <clears throat> our pardon me, our HR title. Um, but then from there, you know, we have specific things we focus on. Got it. Sounds like um, if you come to work at Priority Health from, say, Michigan State, you graduate and you get a job there, the company values putting you right in the front line so you learn the business, right? Absolutely. It's, it's really, really important that you learn the business of health insurance. And, you know, I think a lot of people shy away from understanding what that is. And it's, it's always, I'm, I'm a lifelong learner. I don't, no insurance in and out by any means, but you have to know the business a little bit. You have to understand the business of, hey, we're, we're in the risk business. My risk pool or my population can't all be all sick. 
they can't be all healthy. Why? Okay, well, we're, we're in a business to obviously, you know, serve the community and how do we use our money and how do we price our products and who are our vendor partners with pharmacy? You, you got to know a little bit about all of those things to actually be able to develop a good member experience. So, hmm. you know, Bob, you're right. You know, the, the onboarding process is really insurance 101, you know, things like what are risk adjustment? Who's the pharmacy team? What is what is the pharmacy formulary like for each line of business? Um, and then it's typically sitting in with um, CSRs across all lines of business to hear what's a phone call like with with a member. You know, what are top top call drivers? Um, so we we do a lot of that uh, in our onboarding. Well, it sounds like you, you guys are doing a lot of things right there. How, how is this a reflection overall of the, the culture and leadership at Priority Health, the work that you guys are doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm so impressed by how our leadership um, really values customer experience. It's, um, you know, part of our, our system-wide strategy. So one thing that I, I forgot to mention that I'd like to call out is Priority Health is a provider-sponsored plan. And what that means is we have a parent company called Spectrum Health. And if you are a listener on this podcast and, and you're from the west side of Michigan, you probably are familiar with Spectrum Health. Well, yep, that's our parent company. They formed Priority Health about 30 years ago. Um, and, and it's a good thing because we use our uh, parent company not only for insights on how to better help uh, our members get access to affordable and appropriate care, but it's, you know, it's, it's just our business arrangement into, you know, Priority Health is the insurer and Spectrum Health is the, the hospital group. So there's 13 locations across Western Michigan, um, spanning from, I believe, Ludington all the way down to um, Lakeland is our newest acquired hospital, um, part of our hospital system. And, and from the hospital side of things, um, Tina Freestecker is the CEO of Spectrum Health and personalization um, recommendations like this. This is part of her strategy. So we have a lot of leadership buy-in from the very, very top. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful that this is a priority for us. Does your leadership generally come from uh, uh, people who are doctors or nurses? Oh, yeah, we have a good mix of um, leadership who have spent time, you know, doing patient facing type of work. And we also have, um, you know, former physicians, clinicians who have, you know, gone through business school, they're able to make those decisions from a business standpoint, because they have had previous clinical experience. So very, very well rounded leadership team who focuses on the member or the patient patient slash member. Um, and it's it's an exciting time to be in healthcare, you know, there's a lot of disruptors, there's a lot of technology and innovation. But you know, Spectrum Health, Priority Health, really, we're here to make sure our community members are being served. They have the access. We're digging into social determinants of health, making sure that, you know, the community members who are underrepresented or underserved have access to, you know, like the YMCA veggie van or, um, you know, we donate a lot of um, products from, you know, masks to, um, you know, helping out monetarily with different funds, um, just making sure our community is being taken care of. 
Hey, Nadira, getting back to careers, um, you know, look, looking at your profile on LinkedIn, you come from an advertising and communications background. When you, when you look at the other members of your team, um, you know, it sounds like Laura comes from, from, from a market research or a, a research background. What, what, what kind of uh, degrees and, 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 and career, career um, backgrounds do the rest of your team come from? Yeah, so uh, my colleague Brent, he has a um, automotive and furniture design background. I believe really? he, he did a stint at Steelcase for a while and was in automotive before. And um, Jill has a lot of agency experience. Same with Bill. Um, and, and I kind of am a little bit of a jack of all trades. And um, I'll, I'll speak for myself. So I went to school at GVSU and I... I studied broadcast journalism and I had, and I still have a passion for storytelling, but at that time, um, you know, social media was still newer. All right. We didn't have a lot of news on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, there wasn't really newscasts on YouTube. And so I was interested in, hmm, how do we do this media convergence thing and get stories on these other channels? Um, so I interned at a couple um, NBC affiliate uh, shops, one in Tampa, Florida, um, WFLA, and one in Indianapolis, WTHR. And I really learned, you know, how to operate the camera, how to shoot, edit, produce a story, um, reporting. Uh, I, I wrote a little bit for the, the Tampa Tribune. And I'm mentioning all of this because I want students to listen or, or anyone who wants to transition into CX to understand you don't necessarily have to go study CX. Now, it's great, and there are you know, master classes out there and degrees out there to sharpen your skills. But don't be shy. If you went into school for marketing, journalism, communications, you can still have a career path in customer experience. Customer experience to me is the sum of all touch points. It's not just, hey, this is a marketing communication shop. No, it's every single interaction the customer or member has rolls up to CX. So, um, you know, don't be don't be dismayed uh, or discouraged if, if you don't, you know, have technical CX experience. Uh, I transitioned from, you know, sort of a journalism background into producing my own web video. So I had, you know, a lot of film uh, and TV experience. I knew how to shoot and edit. So I started my own company called Empress Productions um, shortly after college. And I went out to, you know, various small businesses and I said, hey, you need to use the power of social media. Let me capture your story. Let's do some, you know, video advertisement on social. Um, and then from there, I really learned about business operations, right? And then that kind of spawned my marketing career um, and I fell upon Priority Health really at a unique time where it was, you know, marrying sales and marketing and understanding Medicare all together. Um, and that's kind of how I got my foot in the door at Priority Health. It's a, it's a competitive company to get into um, because there's so, there's so much talent. But I tell you, Priority is an amazing place to work because you're really doing noble work for the member, um, making sure that they're insured, that they have coverage for, for those times where it's just like, 
either it's an accident, you know, accidents happen, or it's to manage chronic disease um, and chronic conditions. You know, boy, what, what a noble field to be in, especially at this time. Now, Nadira, you mentioned a couple of your team members come from the agency side. Is that marketing agencies? Yep, marketing, ad agencies, yeah. I find it really fascinating that the majority of your team is is made up of people from communications backgrounds. Um, well, well, and I think too, Tom and Bob is our team is made up of makers, right? And so we really look at IDEO's, um, you know, matrix of innovation. We prototype things. We understand what the member pain point is. And we're not just here to solutionize, but every one of us, you know, from Brent to Jill, Bill, Laura, we've all had this entrepreneurial spirit where we're like, okay, what's the problem here? And why is this problem happening? And what can we do to solve it through these incremental improvements? Either solving the problem right way at the root or is there another way we can do this um you know or do we need to start from scratch right so really looking holistically at handcrafting um you know a, a good member experience that starts from the bottom up that's great i i have a question just related to the career pathing again so yeah. in in your team that you're on and that you supervise and the just that group as a whole um where in the company would they go next if they were going to leave that area where where could they go back in marketing or or what would that lead to yeah, from a career pathway standpoint um you know since insurance is so complex you can it really depends on what your appetite is, what your interest is. You can go from, you know, customer experience into some operations that might be, um, you know, operations for enrollment and billing, for example. Maybe you see some pain points that, you know, CX, the customer experience team can definitely um, make some recommendations, um, but perhaps, uh, you know, they can't solve all the problems. And it takes a little bit but more knowledge on and we'll do that. So what CX does, we are advisors, we make plans and recommendations, but our peers activate that work, right? And so if you want to be that activator, that, that's where you might go to a different mm -hmm. department. Um, there are other departments, the pharmacy department, the pharmacy call center. You might go into call center operations. Um, you could go into advanced analytics if you really want to spend time digging into um, you know, the analytical part of the business, understanding how a member is spending their health insurance um, or, or an employer group. There's a lot of different ways um, you, can, you can go paths to take. Um, but, you know, th th there's just so many opportunities at Priority Health. I, I wouldn't just limit it to one. There's not a linear path, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, thank, thank you. Thanks, Nadira. This has been a, a great conversation, and it sounds like we need to have some uh, follow-up conversations with, with you and other members of your team. You're doing some exciting things there. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm happy to, you know, do any follow-ups. Uh, if any of your listeners are, you know, wanting to 
learn a little bit more about what I do or any of our peers, please just shoot me a note on LinkedIn, um, and, and I'd be happy to facilitate something. The, the world of CX is, is really, really fun. Um, I'm happy that I got to talk with you guys about it. Thank you again, Nadira. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of The Tom and Bob Show. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Tom and Bob Show. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and share it on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you have any ideas or suggestions for future podcasts, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. After all, you're our customer. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.